Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Empowered Spirituality and happy third quarter moon. We are in the waning part of the moon cycle. I always get waning and waxing confused, but um, I don't know if you know this, but every first and third quarter moon, um, Nature Tarot and I, aka my friend Brenna, um, we go live on Instagram and we do uh, free tarot readings to celebrate the first and third quarter moons. So today is the third quarter moon and Brenna and I did go live on Instagram to celebrate. Um, so when we do these lives, we usually do a reading for the collective and then we do readings for those who pop in and ask questions. And then we might even do a reading for each other um, in this live. And then between those uh, card pulls, we chat about things or we talk about topics that we're finding interesting. So today in the life that you're about to hear, we pulled um, some cards for the collective and um, we talked about that and kind of mused about that and mused about the energy of kind of what's going on astrologically with the waning moon. And we also talked about spiritual community for our topic today. We talked about kind of the, the struggle that we faced finding a spiritual community, how we found one, and what it meant to us when we did find one. We also talk about our own spiritual community that we have started called Blooming Wild. Um, we're really, really excited to be chatting about Blooming Wild, and you'll hear a little bit more about it in the recorded live that you're going to listen to. The audio is a little scratchy, so just want to kind of apologize for that. Um, but, you know, it's real life. <laughs> um, but I was on my phone, so I, my audio is pretty scratchy. Brenda sounds good. Uh, and I was playing music in the background, which I thought would be, like, cool, but it didn't <laughs> sound that way. kind of just sounded like something was happening in the background. Um, but I hope you enjoy this snippet where we pull cards for the collective and talk about the third quarter moon. Yeah, do you, I know that you did um, a reading beforehand for the collective and I pulled a card too, but do you want to go first? Perfect. Sure. Yeah. So I pulled um, some cards just for kind of like, again, like the collective um, or anyone who's tuning in or watching this to kind of um, what this moon might mean for us. I'm kind of focusing on what the, um, the last quarter going into the new moon, what that cycle might look like and just some messages for that. So I pulled three zero cards, um, the ones that I got, and I'll show each of these individually, but the High Priestess, the King of Pentacles, and the Emperor. Um, the first one, um, the High Priestess, this is like a very divine feminine card. It really yeah into type of getting in touch with like our landscape, like that feminine within us. So I really use this card as um as like tuning to our intuition and just hearing kind of if there's any dreams or visions or anything that we're feeling in that inner landscape, um, and just seeing how we can commit to getting more in touch with that part of us. Um, the other two cards were interesting because instead of the like divine energy of the high priestess, they were very masculine energy. Um, so the king of pentacles uh, represents um, abundance, wealth, 
getting to those manifestations, but it does so in a very like warm and gentle way, as you can kind of see by this nice looking man who looks like Santa Claus, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so like a lot of generosity and just reminding us to like really be appreciative of like our home or our partner or our career or whatever that looks like, kind of those like worldly things that ground us. Um, and I do see this as working towards um, abundance, which is interesting because the waning moon is, you know, telling us to kind of settle down. So I think these messages are coming through about like really thinking about what we want to manifest during the new moon. Um, so like preparing for that going forward. Um, the emperor is again, like a very divine masculine card. And it actually like, I don't want to say contrast, but you know, it's like the yin of this and the yang of the emperor. Um, and so this is like that sacred masculine taking action, um, having like self-determination, self-discipline. So again, I really interpret this as us getting ready to focus on the things that we want to work towards starting at the new moon and just really preparing for that. Um, also with these two, like literally, I think this might mean like some kind of like masculine guidance could be coming along, whether that's a person um, or just that energy, but literally like maybe someone might have, you know, a man figure coming into their life. Um, and then the little Oracle cards, um, new moon and Aries, which is all about again, taking action, which is super interesting because we're like getting that message very clearly. Um, so yeah, I think just like being ready to like really take the action, like before action comes a lot of rest, right? So it's like, use this time to rest and to prepare um, and just really get ready to go towards something you want. And then the last one is just a nice little affirmation card. And it says, there's no such thing as a mistake. Everything happens in divine order. I am being guided to learn and grow. That's a beautiful reading for the first or the third quarter moon. I oh, like that there's so much balance of like doing and just being. Like it, it's very cool that the theme seems like it's a lot about balance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I post if you have a question or an intention that you would like a reading for. <clears throat> yes. Um, I pulled a, like, it's not similar, but kind of. Um, I pulled from the, my fave, the Woodland Warden stack. Um, and this one is the snail and the huckleberry. And it's affirmation is trust in the invisible. Um, and the affirmation or what the book says is, now is a good time to follow your bliss, trusting in invisible supporters. With great risk comes great reward. So I think it goes so nicely with yours because it kind of says like, hmm, even if you don't feel supported or you're not like seeing that support with what you're intentions are or what you're going through know that you are being supported even in ways that you may not notice I guess yeah oh I like that and that reminds me of a little affirmation card and there's no such thing as a mistake everything happens in divine order I'm being guided to learn and grow I like that and this little guy feels like he's like like on the way up <laughs> you know like he's oh. being guided to you know I like that's so cute yeah, like the slow and steady of a snail. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. 
slow and steady. I like that. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah, like slow and steady. Excuse me, that slow and steady, like towards the abundance and, you know, like yeah. our full manifestation. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about the full moon and I think me and you talked about it, but everyone I've talked to, so it sounds like the full moon plus the retrograde start was kind of intense. <laughs> um, so it kind of makes me think like, yeah, things could feel funky and things can like kind of come up unexpectedly, but things are still overall going your way and things are still overall okay and you still are being supported even when it doesn't maybe feel so easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they're little road bumps, but that doesn't mean that like the road is going off course. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's perfect time for the waning moon, right? Because it's like, just take some rest, you know, like, don't fight, don't resist, like, kind of what's going on, but just take that rest and like, know that the time for doing is coming up. And we can't always be doing, and it's okay that there's, like, a lull in between doing. Yes. Oh, exactly. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Awesome. Makes me feel really good. Um, Yeah, how are you feeling, like, in general on the waning moon? Yeah, I feel like I'm really being reminded of just, like, the importance of taking that sacred rest because I feel like I've been doing a lot and I haven't been, like, making a lot of space for myself to just, like, rest and be and, you know, meditate and go out in nature and ground. And so it is a really good reminder during this time. And I do really like about the, the moon cycles, how they are just reminders to us of, like, how to align our energy and how to balance it. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. Um, And we're doing free tarot readings, so nice to see you. If you have a question, let us know, or just a general ask for clarity or support. Um, Yeah, but yeah, is anything coming up for you? I know we were going to talk about spiritual community, kind of in the interim of of doing card pulls. yeah, what are you feeling around that? Oh, around spiritual community? hmm Yeah, I love this topic because it's been something that's been, like, really, um, there's been definitely, like, a longing for it for the past couple years, I think, ever since, like, the pandemic when we really weren't able to be in community or had to find community in a different way, which that virtual space I think taught us a lot because it's like we can have that spiritual community over distance which kind of leads into blooming wild um but yeah it's like so incredibly important to have a space that supports our spiritual goals and our spiritual growth and somewhere that we can have that balance of both like guiding and receiving and just learning from different people um yeah, and just having, like, a space where we feel safe to express our spirituality. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I am reflecting on this in this moment. <laughs> I never kind of made this connection before, but I've talked a lot about growing up in a, like, really small, really, um, like, religious town, and there's nothing, I have no issue with religion, but my experience was not so nice. Um, and I definitely felt like a lack of belonging. Um, 
And I knew a lot of my lack of belonging was because of the like spiritual community in my town. Um, so I think I really felt lost and didn't feel like spiritual community was something that was accessible to me. Mm. And I think, but, but at the same time, like really deeply longing for it um, and not feeling like I fit in at the same time. And I think it wasn't until I found an online spiritual space, which is not how I met you, but you invited me to that online space, um, Ellen's Moon Circle. Um, that's when I started to be like, oh, like there are people in the world and in my community, but we were all virtual at the time, who like feel the same ways that I do and have similar beliefs. And I can share something without being judged or or like thought of as weird and and that was a really powerful turning point with my like spiritual growth but also I think with my like mental health too to feel that kind of acceptance and belonging oh I love that thanks for sharing that yeah Mm -hmm. and as you were saying that I was thinking about too like yeah you touched on like the mental health aspect and I think a lot of times kind of like where like throughout my life or, you know, like the pandemic, I feel like I really did like lose parts of myself and I found parts of myself too. But I think that feeling of like, when I have felt like, like a piece of me was missing, I was able to find that like in spiritual practices and get that, like call that part back, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I, I really appreciate what you said about like losing yourself and finding yourself at the same time during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely very true. Um, yeah. Um, it's so interesting. What did, um, like, once you were able to join that virtual space, how did, like, how did you feel like you were able to bloom or blossom, I guess, using our favorite words? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like side note, the word blooming, which is the name of our spiritual community, Blooming Wild, just so nice, that like blooming and opening up into like, maybe who you want to be, or different ideas that like lead you more to be. Yeah, when I like was in a community of people that were, you know, on their spiritual journeys, like, I think of it as like, we're moving like, in the same direction but like next to each other like cars and lanes you know and like we're influenced by each other but like we're each on our own journey if that makes sense um but yeah it was just like so welcoming and kind of like you said there's a lot of kind of stigma I feel like in the world around like spirituality and like woo woo and new age stuff and so sometimes I'm like like maybe with my more like I am very scientifically minded, but you know what I mean? Like with my more scientific minded friends, it's like, oh, let me filter myself a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely feel that way. And hi, Julie. (laughs) Nice to see you. We're doing tarot readings. So if you want one, let us know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there is like a coming out kind of that I have to do. And I actually met up with a friend today and I like totally avoided kind of mentioning all the spiritual stuff I do. So it feels nice to be in that community because it's assumed that you kind of all have that in common if you're you're already there. So it kind of takes that like embarrassment or fear out of the the conversation. Yeah. Oh my gosh, totally. 
Yeah, I think exactly. It's so important to be able to feel like you fit in somewhere in the world and like you're yeah. heard and validated. And so, yeah, that just comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that I feel so excited to be doing Blooming Wild with you. And I know we've talked about it a little bit, but um, we just have so many exciting, like, new opportunities coming up. And I'm, like, really grateful to be able to, like, share that space with you and to be able to, like, kind of hopefully create a space where other people can share that, too. Yeah, I'm very excited to... Yeah, it's just like a great place like, for us to grow and everyone joining us to grow and just build like a new, like find new fellow humans. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about like what Blooming Wild is and like mm-hmm. how did you mm. kind of tea mm-hmm. have? Oh, um, I have a calming tea because I had coffee and it was really a bad idea. <laughs> What about you? Um, I actually have lemonade. I skipped tea for today just because lemonade looked really good. <laughs> that sounds really good. Like a, a nice lavender lemonade sounds good. Ooh, yes. I love that. I, I think the first time I had that was at the farmer's market in Portland. And I was like, ooh, these two flavors combined. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything has lavender in it, I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> can taste the lavender like I've definitely gotten like lavender lattes at coffee shops and it's like this tastes the same as every other latte but like I like it more because it has lavender <laughs> I like I got to ask for it and I got to say the word lavender so it's all worth it <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah I'm so excited to talk about Blooming Wild um and I I think maybe the most excited thing the thing that I'm most excited about um, it's how affordable it is. So I think, I mean, and it's okay that things, of course, are pricey. Um, but I really like that our tiers are so cheap to join. And um, speaking of lattes, they're less than a latte a month. <laughs> Especially, yeah. I feel like the price of lattes have really gone up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah, I got, like, Starbucks the other day. And I was like, did I really spend, like, $7 on this chai latte? <laughs> I know, I know, $7. I think that's what I spent today getting coffee. I was like, I just paid to be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> that's what society is, though, right? Capitalism, paying to be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> and we're uh, really fatigued. <laughs> yes, oh my God, so true. But yeah, I like when you touched on the, like, affordability, um, Because, yeah, it is so important. Like, we really do want people to be in this, you know, like, we're, we're doing this for the community that we want to build and that I think other people out there want to find. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And I think, um, oh, I, um, I had a talk with Becca, I had a talk with, I had, like, a conversation with, um, Becca Piastrelli on my podcast in May, um, and, one of the things that she said, and I think she's said other places too, was that we are in one of the most connected ages where we have like so much technology and there's so many groups and stuff, but we're also like the most disconnected we've ever been. Um, mm-hmm. And so even though we have like hypothetical resources, it can be hard to like find them and 
but yeah, I just think we are so disconnected and it's nice to find and create these spaces where we really can be connected and authentic. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. And you talked about like joining the moon circle a while ago. And so we're having like new moon circles, which I'm so excited about because I feel like those are times where like, I think the gathering aspect of people, even if it's in that virtual space, um, it's just like so heartwarming and you can like really feel that connection and practice together and share together and just be like very, very witnessed and seen and supported. Yeah. I am really excited for our first new moon circle that we're doing together, which is on September 25th. Yes. Yeah. And for each new moon circle, we're going to be, of course, focusing on the astrological time that the moon is in to kind of just guide us to how we're going to set up that circle. But there's going to be, you know, different activities every time, uh, manifestation, you know, bringing journals, bringing sacred altar items, so we can make like a virtual altar and share our, share our different pieces that mean something to us, um, movement, sound, healing, breath work, all the yummy things. <laughs> yeah, um, I really loved when we were in Ellen's Moon Circle doing that shared altar space. Um, I think she called it like adult show and tell or spiritual show and tell. Um, and I really love that. And I actually use that. I had to do an icebreaker for my work, my job job. <laughs> um, and so I had us all bring an item to share during the Zoom meeting. And I don't know, there's something that does shift in people. I don't know if it's their inner child or just being able to like show off something that's theirs and that's important to them. But I feel like you really learn a lot about people based on what they bring to the altar. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so fun. I love that you touched on inner child. Like I remember in school, show and tell was like the most exciting thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so fun. It's I do that when I have full moon gatherings with my friends. And I always feel like, oh, like, what am I going to pick this time to show my friends? Like, it feels really sweet. And I'm happy too, because I feel like in the spiritual space, people can I don't mean this is a bad thing, but like take themselves really seriously all the time. Like, like it's like all healing all the time. And like, this is hard work, <laughs> which is like true, I guess. But I, I like that this can also feel like good and nourishing and fun at the same time. Yes. Oh my gosh, exactly. Like, yeah, like it's, it's spiritual work, right? People call it spiritual work, but yeah. I think of it like spiritual growth and like I don't know, spiritual discovering. Yeah, I like that. Even a journey indicates that there's like an end point. I don't think there is ever an end point with our spiritual discovery, like you called it. Yeah, 100%. I like that a lot. Um, Oh, I actually wanted to tell you this. That's the perfect time. Um, I went into this store in Albuquerque. that's where I am. <laughs> um, and it was a like crystal shop and it was so beautiful. And I started talking to the person working there um, and they were telling me about a new, moon, a new moon circle that they're doing in person. And so I told him that we were just about to start our first new moon circles as well. And I asked if they had any advice. 
and they said sound healing is such a huge thing and he really recommended that we do share sound together and that we have that experience together and that they thought it would really connect us over our space apart and so I was so excited to tell you that because that was your idea so I'm excited oh. that like we have the stamp of approval <laughs> yeah oh gosh, right yeah and I I went to a cacao ceremony last week with amazing, beautiful people that just welcomed me into their space. And part of it was just drumming and just like getting in tune with like that, you know, sound of the drum circle. And it was just so wonderful. So yeah, I'm very excited to incorporate some element of sound healing and figure out how we can do that over the the Zoom world. (laughs) Yeah. And it would just, I'm just so excited to have like community because everyone has their, their skills and their gifts. And maybe someone joins who is super skilled in like, you know, drumming or playing the singing bowls. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It'll be fun to see how that unfolds. Um, and it's, I'm really excited too, because there's not just a new moon ceremony every month where we can kind of meet in community, but then there's also the discord. So People can be like chatting and we'll make more channels on that, um, which is like different. If you're not on Discord, it's like different uh, topics. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of Reddit. I'm like, different subreddits? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So there's like, we could have more and more like channels or subreddits, (laughs) sub discords. Um, So people can be like chatting all month long, which I think is really special. So special, yeah, just to have that, like, support and people that you know are there to talk and get excited and engage. Um, And then also alongside that, um, you're going to be doing some guided meditations, right? Yeah, I am. So I think the frequency depends on the tier. Um, So sometimes there's, at the lowest tier, there's uh, monthly guided meditations, and that's only $3 a month. And then at the $8 per month tier, that's where the weekly meditations come in. Yeah. I'm excited. And people could request, um, like, topics that they want to see focused Mm -hmm. on in meditations, too. Yeah, I love that. And then the same readings. um, Yeah, for the first tier, the $3 tier, which is we called growing, the growing tier. monthly card readings and then for blooming tier which is the eight dollar one um weekly card readings and then the the thirteen dollar one which is um wild um you get more like personalized ones so you can get like one just for you I think monthly um but I really like that because it's it's super fun like on my Instagram doing like collective readings but there's so many people in the world Yeah, it not resonates to you. It might not be like specific enough because we're all different. So for like yeah. the community, it's going to be intended for like whoever is in the community. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, and you're so good at giving card readings, as we all know from these lives. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so yeah, our first new moon circle is free and open to the public. Anyone who wants to join can as kind of our like celebration and like 
kind of celebrating this launch of community. So if you're interested, please let us know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, me too.